Hello and welcome to In the Studio with Anne podcast. I'm Anne and as always, thank you for listening. Today I'm going to talk about communicating to your child's school about how it's going with social distance learning. Now, I'm a big person that likes to always put things down on paper. I used to do this a lot more and recently I'm noticing that it has been super helpful with some of the things that I've been going through. That sometimes even just answering questions and thinking things through can even make you realize that you are struggling with something that maybe you didn't even realize before. So the co-author app is a great tool and I am also going to post this on my Instagram. A few weeks back, they gave in their Friday free printable a printout that you can look over to ask yourself questions to see how do you feel about the distance learning and how can you better communicate with your school. I wanted to go over a little bit about what I took from it to help you see sort of what the process looks like. If you would like this, you can also go to their Instagram page and on their link in bio, it gives you the option to subscribe so that every Friday you will get a printable in your email that are amazing tools for you to use to be the co-author in your child's life. But also now as a parent, they're giving us great tools to help us navigate through this crucial time. So I want to share with you what some of the questions are. And it says that clearly communicate your needs to your child's school regarding social distance learning. So define your frustrations. It gives a big no to a big yes, one through four. And number one being big no and number four being a big yes. And then it asks you what makes you say that. So it kind of provokes in your mind why did I answer it that way? And I think that this is also a really good way to speak to our children that I also learned from one of their lessons in their printables is when your child answers a question, ask them, what makes you say that? Because oftentimes we just start to respond to the question But if you ask them, what makes you say that? It not only allows your child to digest a little further why they're saying what they're saying, but it also helps you understand why they're saying it. And it helps get a little bit closer to the root of what's happening with that emotion a little bit better. So I would say the first question is, this doesn't feel like how my child should be learning. And I answered that as a big yes. Because unfortunately, it's not how my child learned before this whole thing happened. I think more so for me, because I had my children in a private school where they were learning through hands-on materials and we did not have any devices. So the school itself was very much, um, you know, non-device learning which I liked, and in our home, we don't really use devices. So not to say we don't at all or that they're bad, it's just that was our choice. So now we've gone the complete opposite, and the only way that our school can communicate with us is 
through devices and internet and technology. And although I'm super thankful for that technology, it's really not the way my children were used to learning at all. So more than anything, my children learned through movement and the materials and the classroom setting was different than a normal classroom setting. And all of a sudden, we're being asked to give our children devices and their structure has completely changed. I'm asking them to sit a lot more and do more of um, paperwork versus having those hands-on materials. So I, that's where I'm saying a big yes. Um, the next question is, there is a mismatch between the school's idea about helping and what's actually happening in our house. And as far as that, I don't think we're that's what's happening. I think the school is doing the best that they can to provide what they can right now. But I think that in knowing what's not and how my child in the first question is this how they should be learning? I've had to make some changes to what works for us. Um, the next question, I don't know how children learn. I would say that's a big no. I do know how children learn. I've taken a lot of time to look into this. I'm not a teacher, but I feel like I am a knowledgeable enough mother to know, especially how my children learn. That's something that I've taken a great deal of time to look into and figure out. Each child is different, so you can't just do one style of learning because that's not going to fit every one of your children. So if you have two children and you're lucky that they both learn the same way, then that's great. But I have four, and even the two that are the main learners right now don't learn the same way and don't have the same interests. So I do feel like I know how children learn and I do feel like I'm really interested in knowing more, even more how my children learn um, now that they're home. So I would say that's a big no. The next question, I'm not confident in my teaching skills. and I would say that is a big no, um, which is number one on the list. And then it says, what makes you say that? So what makes me say that is that I feel like I'm a teacher by nature, and so I do feel like I'm confident in my teaching skills. I think that right now, some of the changes that I'm making are so that I can um, be teaching my children the way they want to learn. I would say the next question is my child thinks I'm a bad teacher. So I would say that's probably maybe a three. Maybe a two, closer to the no side. But to be honest, if I answered this a couple weeks ago, it would be a big yes on both sides, both my children. And I think that's why I've adopted some changes that... um you know, I guess I do have to communicate to the school and have sort of started communicating to the school. And this is a great way that if you're really unable to put it into words, what you're struggling with, this, you could fill these out, fill this out and send it to them and write out your answers to this. And right here is telling them how you feel. So I think that 
the reason that I mean, you could even do this and then revisit it because I feel like as mothers, we want to be doing the best we can. We don't want to feel defeated and upset and, and struggling with our kids every single day because then you're kind of, you're not fostering that bond between you and your child and that healthy relationship that is going to be something that you want sustained into the future past any of what's going on right now. So I feel like that's the first and foremost thing that's the most important to me right now. Not that I don't take academics into high regard, but I feel like we have to have balance and we have to know sort of what comes first, second, third, sort of. I feel like right now the way my mindset is, is that emotions are coming first and foremost because there's a lot of emotions happening right now with everybody. And... I feel like second would be that bond and that relationship that I have with my kids that's going to be formed through honoring their emotions first and foremost always in life and then the rest comes second. So third then after that I feel like is their academics because I do feel like it's very important but I feel like they're going to learn much better with me if I do the first two first, because I'm going to honor their emotions, which is going to break down those walls, they're going to be in a better emotional state to learn. It's going to shape the bond that we have. It's going to make that a good one, that we're not at odds with each other and mad at each other, or they're angry with me, or they know I'm frustrated with them. And so then those two things, again, are going to be what sets forth them learning better it's like a domino effect you have to know what you need to push down to get to the other things so I feel like emotions first honoring that which is going to then push down the domino of you know strengthening our bond with our children which is going to knock down the next domino which is going to be they're going to learn better so if you put the academics first it doesn't mean by moving that down that you don't take it in high regard and think that it's important, it actually, by moving it down, I feel like in my mind is making me realize how important it is and that without the first two, the the, the third isn't going to happen and it's just going to be such a struggle. And you know what? Maybe it doesn't have to be. So, um, you know, thinking that my child thinks I'm a bad teacher a couple of weeks ago, yes, that was a very big yes. Now I would say it's closer to like the two and I want to get that fully to the one. I want my kids in this time to think I'm a good teacher. And when we get out of this, not only did they feel that I honored their emotions, which strengthened our relationship and our bond, which is going to take us into the future way past this time and they're going to think I was a good teacher so that's what I'm looking to achieve is to be doing the best version of of all of those things right now um the next question is I can't leave my child alone to work and I would say that's a big yes and that's something that I think I had an unrealistic expectation and I know I mentioned this in my hiding from homeschooling part two that I put out on my podcast where I had another conversation with Kay that was a little bit longer of one and was one that went into a little bit more of us just having a conversation of her helping me work through some of my concerns one of which was that those um, 
that my kids can't learn independently. And that was frustrating me. I couldn't say to them, just go sit down and do your work while I get other things done. I tend to the younger kids. That wasn't happening. But Kay reminded me that my kids are still a little too young for that. And that even, and also because they haven't been used to learning from home, they want my attention. They want me to see what they're learning. They want me to sit down and do that with them. And I was kind of overlooking that because I thought I had figured out the right structure, but really we have to let them guide us and then let them show us what they need. So no, my kids, my older two, seven and five, they cannot learn by themselves. They will not sit down on their own and just do their work independently. It just will not happen. It doesn't get done. So I had to restructure my day to make it one that we, I could sit down with them and give them that attention. And that's also strengthening our relationship as well, because it's that quality time that also I think is the next chapter in the five love languages of children. So if you're also on my podcast, following that book series, I'm going to be touching on that soon as well. So if your child has that as a love language, it's going to make that even bigger of a need for them. So we have to be aware of that. Um, and it's hard. I have four kids. And so I, I mentioned that, um, or Kay mentioned in that podcast, that when the reason that she homeschools is that she is able to structure school around their life, not their life around school. And that was a big aha moment for me in this moment to say, I have four kids and this is what my kids need. I have to learn to be able to structure my day that school works around our life and the things that I need to be getting done at home, not I have to structure my day around school because unfortunately that is not something that works for me anymore now that everything has changed and what the school is offering doesn't make that wrong. It just means that that's not what I signed up for when I enrolled them in school. That's not what was working for us. So I really need to look at being able to have school work around our life. Um, so that's been something that's been kind of a big moment for me in realizing um, I need to be able to structure my day so that I can work with my kids one-on-one. And that might mean that some other things that are going on that maybe aren't giving my kids the value that I thought that it would, that are things the school's offering, um, that I have to take them out to allow the time. Because the at the end of the day, we only have so many hours in a day. And we have to use those hours the best we can for where we are in our season in life. And we have to allow ourselves the ability to not feel bad about that. And we have to surround ourselves with people that give us that and they honor that. And they don't make us feel bad about that because you're not doing anything wrong by doing that. Because at the end of the day, remember honoring emotions and strengthening your bond with your child, being more filled with joy, being happier, less stressed is all things that are going to be sustainable for the rest of your life with your kids. And for you right now, you need to be looking at not being so stressed out. All of these things also weaken our immune systems and we need to be aware of that as well. The next question is, my child feels exposed because I can see what they can and can't do. And before I read this, 
I didn't even realize this was an issue. And I would say that is a number three closest to yes. Um, I think this is what's going on with my son a little bit because he's feeling a little bit compared to his sister who's older than him. They've always been very competitive before they went to their own separate classes and they didn't really see what each other were learning and where they could be because at home then we just had fun time. We didn't really sit down and do lessons. Now it's being exposed really what he can and cannot do and that he's not on the same level and it's I think frustrating him. I don't I think that he's kind of the personality type too. Haley likes me to know everything. Lucas, he tends to want to keep a lot of stuff that goes on at school private and I'm seeing that little bit coming out in him and now he's he is. I think he's feeling very exposed. So that's my answer to can you tell what happened exactly is the is the question. Um and yeah, just noticing when I sit down with him, he does seem to be showing me those signs. The next question is, I don't feel patient enough to do it. I feel irritated when I have to do it, and I irritate my child. And I would say a couple weeks ago, that was a big yes. Now that I'm revisiting things with making some changes, I would say I'm closer to maybe the number two, closest, getting closer to no. Um, it asks, what activities, tasks did you find triggering the most and I think it was just the making them do the the work independently was very much triggering everybody making that change has really helped talking to Kay in that homeschooling um, podcast and also just sitting down and looking at this I realized that was a big trigger because it wasn't working. And every time I was asking them to do that, they were getting very frustrated and upset. Um, I was losing patience. I was feeling stretched too thin. There was all of that going on day after day. I wasn't finding joy in my day. I didn't feel like we laughed enough. We didn't enjoy ourselves enough. And that was definitely along with a few other unrealistic expectations that I had that would trigger the frustration of like, why can't you just do this on your own? Like, what the heck? Come on now, you're old enough, da-da-da, which wasn't really the case. It wasn't really true. They're not old enough. And, you know, then we were all just being down on each other. So that needed to shift. And the next question is, our school is sending six hours of work a day. That's a big no. Um, I don't think the school's sending too much stuff. And the way our portal works, you know, they have a lot of information in there and you can take what you want and leave the rest, which I think is a really good thing because every family's different. So, um, you know, and, and the Zoom meetings that they're doing aren't taking up a, a ton of time, but when you for each individual, but when you add up having three children that would be doing it, it does take up most of my morning. So that was something that because they were not enjoying it, I kind of had to take off the table and they didn't really want to do it. Now, if it would have been something they found a lot of joy in and happiness with, I would have made that time, but I realized that wasn't bringing anybody any value. And it, again, was not the school's fault. It just was our circumstance. I looked at that as a chunk of time that I could gain and put other things in there. 
um, that we're more joy driven and more building our relationship on our bond. So that's things that you're going to have to look at, you know, what does your day look like and where can you move things around? So it also then says, what other frustrations do you have? And it gives you a place to write notes, like a whole page of notes. And then it also goes through a checklist of questions that you can check off any that pertain to you. And it also gives write your own ask. And it says, do you have different asks? Write them down here as far as like what questions do you have and, and things. So... I think it's a really great tool overall. I think through the checklist, I only had maybe one thing that pertained to me. And so I think that if you don't have this in front of you, get it in front of you, take a look at it, answer the questions. It's not going to take too much of your time, but I think that it can save you a ton of time. It can save you a ton of frustration and it can kind of help shift the perspective, maybe shift out some of the things that you're doing each day that maybe in another week or so you can look at this and have even better scores so that maybe you are walking with a little bit more happiness each day. And by the end of the day, you're not feeling defeated and upset and like a failure because I truly believe that we have exactly what our children need. Um, and that maybe the reason you feel so defeated, well, I know the reason you feel so defeated is just because maybe what you're doing isn't working. Um, I don't think it's because you don't know what you're doing. And I know a lot of us are saying to ourselves, well, we're not teachers. And no, we're not. But we are parents. And I believe every parent has the ability to give their child what they need. And maybe this isn't your thing. I mean, you obviously send your child to school and you put them in the care of the wonderful teachers that we have to teach our children. But I think in given this situation, um, you should feel that you could be honored in making the right decision for your family right now because we've been having a lot taken away from us. But this, I believe, we should hold very tightly to us that this is something that is a big, important thing to look at because we're all stuck between the four walls together. And we also have to realize depression is rising um, and anxiety and so many other things. We don't want those to be creeping up inside our home right now. You know, we have so much that we can't have right now. But this is something I believe you deserve to have is happy days of joy, however that looks for you and your kids, so that when you look back on this time, you're going to realize that the memories that were being made were happy ones, that when your children are telling their children about this, they're going to be happy memories. It's not going to be mom yelled at us every day. It was so stressful. Everybody was crying. I started to feel like I was stupid because I wasn't able to learn, you know, all of these negative things every day. Um, you know, honor your kid that this might not be the way they learn. And you're, you're, this, you can provide a better atmosphere. Your school can't. And that's not their fault. They can only give us one option, one way right now because they are not with our children. So it's on us to create the days to look the best they can for our kid. And don't worry that your child isn't going to be ready academically next year, I would say worry the most about are they emotionally going to be ready 
for next year or for the next crisis in their life? Are they emotionally being set up to be feeling strong and equipped and confident? Is this tearing them down or is this building them up? Is that their foundation for the rest of their life? How is your relationship with them looking? Because that's forever, you know? All the rest of this is all just short term. The rest of this is forever. Your relationship with them, their emotions, how they look at life in general. You are teaching your child. The number one lesson right now is how to deal with crisis. Okay, so they need to know what to do with a crisis and that's where you're going to show that to them. There is no perfect way to deal with it and I don't think we go into it. I know I didn't go into it 100% perfect, but I know that the only thing I can control is week by week doing better. Know better, do better each week. Know better, do better each week. Strive for better each week because that's how we keep ourselves happy uplifted, confident, strong, not filled with too much fear, but we can make good decisions and we're happy and we're healthy and we're having fun. That's the only way you're going to get that is by continuing to strive to do the best you can with what you're given. So I hope this is a tool that can help you do that, to do the best with what you're given because right now what we're given is a lot. Have grace with yourself, have patience with yourself, have love for yourself, and be honoring your emotions first so that you can do all of that for your kids because you deserve that. If nothing else, you deserve that right now. So go to my Instagram where you will see the printables. You can also go to the link in the bio for co-author and sign up for their printables and also go back and find this information that you can have at your fingertips feel free to message me if you can't find it and i'd be happy to get it to you and fill it out and use that tool because i think it's going to help you to gaining a better tomorrow and a better next week so in the meantime this is in the studio with am podcast thank you so much for listening and have a great day